Yeah, so my name is Ayana Ishmael. I'm from Miami, Florida. I'm a graduating senior at Florida A&M University, and I'm studying journalism. Okay, girl. So tell me about your perspective on body positivity. Yeah, I think it's so complicated right now with the whole body body positivity movement because I do think it's changing and evolving and it really is getting away from what it originally started at. So obviously the body positivity movement was started by fat black women because of course, you know, being plus size was already something that was very difficult to face. And of course, being a black woman in America was difficult. So they were really trying to create this space. And so my perspective now on the body positivity movement is like, although it's helpful that, you know, everyone is getting into it, I think it is losing losing its basics, I guess, in like what it was created for and what it was created to do. And that was to uplift, you know, like bigger plus size black women, because I think now it's kind of moving into, oh, well, you know, I'm skinny and um, I love being skinny and everyone else that's not skinny, it's a problem. That's me being body positive. And I think there's like a way to like get away from that. So I think for me, I've been trying to like lessen my use of like body positivity and go into something that I saw on Twitter, which was body um, neutrality, which is basically looking at your body as like, you know, a vessel. Like it doesn't have to be positive or negative because I think day to day you're going to change about how you feel about yourself. And so I think having neutrality when it comes to your body and just like being accepting of what it is and like what it's for, you know, to keep you alive, keep you moving. And it's this vessel. So I think for me, I'm trying to stray away from body positivity fully and focus on neutrality. Okay. I've never heard of, um, you know, the neutrality thing when it comes down to body positivity. I didn't. I've never heard of the movement of like, you know, I'm skinny. I When I think of body positivity, I think of, you know, like um, plus size black women who are saying, you know, like my body is beautiful and I love it. Yeah, most definitely. That's exactly what it should be. But I think it's, it depends where you are, honestly, because on TikTok, it's a, like terrible. Like the things I see on like TikTok are really so mean, but I'm glad that like, you know, there is still some perspective of that. Right, right. So tell me about your brand, your podcast. Tell me about it. Yeah, so my podcast is called Black Fat Fashion. And it was something I kind of just wanted to do. I've always been obsessed with fashion and the industry. I'm a journalist and I like currently write for a lot of, you know, online publications and fashion magazines. So for me, like I've always been obsessed with that um, whole world. And so I really wanted a way to still like have important conversations. I think because during the pandemic, we really stopped interacting with people like this, even just like talking to someone new and so I just really wanted to find a way to like still have like interesting conversations with people and BFF was exactly that for me. I got to talk to like people in the fashion industry that I look up to, colleagues, different kind of people that I normally wouldn't get a chance to speak to and just basically talk about their journey within the fashion industry, either being a black person in fashion or being a fat black person in fashion. So it's very nice to have like very open and candid conversations with people. Right. So I hear you use the word fat a lot. So is it not offensive to use the word fat or 
what's the deal with that? Yeah, so I am a firm believer. This is actually something I think I spoke about in an earlier podcast for a friend, but I used to be like deathly afraid of the word fat. Like I like didn't, it was like a running secret for myself, like growing up that I didn't like want anyone to know I was fat per se. And so I think for so long, I like hid behind the like plus size and curvy and thick because it made me feel like a little bit better about myself per se. Mm -hmm. But it was like, why, like fat shouldn't be seen as something like negative, you know, I think it has been made to be negative. And so for me, like, that's why I was so happy to own like BFF black fat fashion because like I want to use fat and not feel like it's something that you should be afraid of. Because when I was younger, of course, when someone calls you fat, like it's negative and you feel terrible about yourself, but I no mm-hmm. longer want to run from the word. And so for me, it's like, okay, like I have fat. I like, I am not like fat itself. I have fat, but it's not something that I should even be afraid to call myself or be because at the end of the day, you know, it's just my body. Like, growing getting smaller getting bigger whatever right so um do you think that fashion is a form of protesting if so how i definitely think there are forms of protesting when it comes to fashion that's something i actually am hoping to dive into more i'm trying to sign up for a couple like fashion courses just because i think like the history and evolution of fashion is so interesting and something i haven't really gotten a chance to learn about but I definitely think you can use fashion as a form of protest. I think clothes and how you wear them really um, give you that out, like that platform and that outlet to really protest. And even something down as to, you know, the not only the body positivity movement, but like the Me Too movement, you know, like wearing clothes that people would say, oh, you shouldn't have worn that if you didn't want to get sexually assaulted. It's like, I think wearing clothes and like, that's a way of protesting because you're just proving, you know, that clothes, like your clothing doesn't matter in the sense of when you're getting sexually assaulted. So I think fashion has a way of being an outlet for a lot of people. You can show who you are. You can protest your differences. I think it's just a really nice outlet to have. Right. So do you feel like black women have to dress a certain way to respect respect it in everyday life? I think black women do not in a general sense do I think that there are probably a lot of people out there that try to um, micromanage what black women wear yes but I don't think your clothing should determine like if you're respected I think that's something like I guess in the olden times if you want to say that like that was a norm like back in like the earlier like 50s 60s 70s all of that women were kind of told who to be and what to wear and how to exist in this world. But I think that no longer is implied for Gen Z, especially. We're very big on, you know, allowing ourselves to be whoever we want to be and wear whatever we want to wear. Like, I think respectability politics are slowly fading and we're not forced to wear something to get respect. I think, you know, you get respect by, um, you know, giving it. Right. So, um, you know how in fashion we have different designers say that they don't like African-Americans. How do you feel about those brands specifically like Tommy and Michael Kors? Like, do you want do you not want to wear them anymore? Yeah. So I personally am always like I'm not a big like 
big brand kind of person. Like, I think the only, like, luxury designer brands that, like, that are from, like, white people are probably, like, Louis Vuitton. Those are the only people that I still probably, like, have things in my closet from. But I definitely mm-hmm. think people need to stick to, like, canceling these brands. I think that's the only way we'll actually show them that they can't do these kind of things. I think people will be upset for a week or two, but then they'll forget all about it because there's, like, some new Gucci slides or there's some new, like, like, mm-hmm. um, like bags that they really want. And I think it's just it's really it's just bad i think these older brands that have been here for a long time they kind of run a lot of things for people that shop commercially so i think it just needs to change i think people need to like actually stick to their guns when they're holding people accountable i don't think we should shop there if they're saying they don't make these clothes or these items for black people it's like okay well then we won't buy from you right 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 so what are some Black-owned companies that we can buy from. Yeah, so I am a big person when it comes to Hanifa. She's, like, my favorite, um, like, in the entire world. She's a Black woman designer. She does luxury. She definitely is my number one. I asked, At the moment, I haven't really been shopping, like, larger brands, but I do say I really love supporting, like, smaller brands. And so I actually, like, um, get a lot of my clothes now from, like, my colleagues like my friend designers are like just graduated college and so there's this girl her name is Ayomi um I can send you her Instagram it's like Ayomi art but she's a designer and her clothes are beautiful and then I'm actually getting a dress made by his name is designs by Kingsley he is a black uh male designer in New Jersey and so for me like those are my top three at the moment because I'm really big on like just like I guess supporting the people next to you I think it's so hard in fashion to like rise and so if I can like support this smaller brands and like really like continue to give them support and so that's all I want to do right so what are some tips that you have for you know some beginners who really don't who really are just like still trying to find their sense of style mm-hmm. I definitely think your style is like ever changing but my number one tip is like, don't be afraid to wear what you want to wear. I think for myself as well, and especially I talk to like a lot of other people, it's like sometimes you your style becomes dependent on like where you grew up or like how you look. And I think for a lot of people, like growing up in a small town, like even like Tallahassee or like another small place in Florida where like you feel wearing a trench coat and heels and something to like, your class would have been crazy but I feel like that number Mm -hmm. one tip is like whatever you want to wear wear and I think for me like being like a bigger girl I was always so scared to wear certain things because I didn't want it to look weird but I think as I got older I realized like I can't be afraid to like live and be who I want to be so that's like the number one thing like if you want to wear put it on because like you never know what that might do for someone else because I even found out I started wearing what I wanted to wear when I was in college and like dressing up, putting on heels, even though I'm five foot 10, I used to be deathly afraid of heels, but now that I wear them and then mm-hmm. I would have people come up to me and tell me like, Oh, I love every time you walk into a room because you're so tall and you have on your heels and you just look so confident. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, really? I was like, okay. if you only knew how like 
nervous it made me to actually like do this but they're like no you look so good and so I think it's like when you start doing what you want to do you're also helping other people you know start to believe in themselves as well right so if you don't mind I'm really interested in hearing how you became confident because that is something that a lot of black girls struggle with and I personally am fascinated with how you created um black fat fashion because you know, I don't know anything about being a plus size woman. I know it is beautiful, but not everybody knows the hardships that and the insecurities that come with it. So if you don't mind, can you explain? Yeah, that? for sure. I think I'm still, of course, it's an ever evolving thing. I think I have good days and bad mm-hmm. days, but for the most part, I stopped like looking outward for that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped like I think because it's really easy when we're younger because we get taught like you know societal norms like you know like a guy's supposed to like you he's gonna pick on you if he likes you we just we, we get taught so many certain things and so when that doesn't happen to you you start to question yourself and so I think from a young age we're all taught well okay well if this boy doesn't like me that means I'm not pretty and so we're taught at a young mm-hmm. age that like to seek outward validation versus internal validation And so for me, Mm -hmm. it was like letting go, like, yes, I want a guy to tell me I'm pretty, but if, if no guy ever tells me that I'm pretty, like, I will still be pretty because I think I'm pretty. And so I think it's like really unlearning all the things we've been taught as like a child, basically just going back into, for me, my confidence started evolving when I stopped looking outwardly for like, you know, compliments when I started giving them to myself. Like, just telling myself I am beautiful, telling myself I look good today, and just reminding myself of who I am and, like, what my greater purpose is. I think it's easy to lose sight on that. So, like, the only advice I have is to just stop looking outward. Stop expecting your friends to make you feel good about yourself. Stop expecting, like, your boyfriend or your girlfriend to make you feel good about yourself. And start making you feel good about you, you know? Mm -hmm. That's, like, amazing advice because... You know, a lot of us deal with that while we're still, you know, going through high yeah. school or whatever. And it's really hard to come out of, you know, your with your insecurities. And sometimes it can be a lot to handle. Um, and it's just not what weight, you know, that's just with existing in the, the climate that we're in yeah. right now. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like mental. Like you really have to take time to yourself and really reevaluate almost every day and tell yourself who you are because it's so easy to get manipulated into something that you're not Most these days. So that's just amazing advice. I absolutely love this podcast. I'm going to go and look up these black designers that you have told me because I'm interested and I've always wanted to buy black owned, but I feel as if every time I try to buy black owned that they're never. Yeah. It's very, I think that's what like people don't even realize. It's so hard to because like we've gotten so used to like large consumers like and like conglomerates like Macy's and Fashion Nova. So we're so used to mm-hmm. on demand things and that like I even forget sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they sold out? And then I'm like, well, Ayana, they're one person versus like Macy's fifty thousand like people that they have working creating their clothes. So it's so hard. Like even like with not even just clothes, but like other small business black owned businesses like salt xo i'm not sure if you're familiar with her but she's like a really popular like black brand that sells like um 
like soaps and lotions and like but she mm-hmm. sells out in like five minutes every time she restocks and it's like I could never get it but I think it's just it's so hard because we're dealing with you know one like one person teams <laughs> right right so I am going to go and look up these brands thank you for coming of on course. my show um, what are your socials? Where can people yeah, find Yeah, so it? you can find me on all Instagram, Twitter, Hive. I'm even on there at Ayana Ish. And then you can also find me at my website, ayanaishmail.com. And of course, Black Fat Fashion on Instagram and Twitter. Of course, guys. And Black Fat Fashion is also a podcast. Where can yeah, you, you can go at? to literally everywhere that you listen, Anchor. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I think there's a couple other um, sites as well. But if you just type in Black Hat Fashion on all of those listening sites, you'll be able to pull it up. Well, thank you, Ayana, for coming on my show. This was a pleasure. And I wish thank you so much for having me.